The Pull, Galatians 1, verses 6 through 10. If you listened or you read yesterday, you will note that these, this is the same passage which Paul was writing to the Galatians, but I think it bears repeating to um, look at another aspect of it. He said, I am amazed that you have so quickly deserted him who called you by the grace of Christ, and that you have so soon gone over to a different gospel, a gospel which in point of fact is no gospel at all. What has really happened is that certain men are upsetting your whole faith and are aiming at reversing the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, were to preach the gospel to you, other than that which you have received, let him be accursed. Is it men's favor I am trying to win, or is it God's? Or am I seeking to curry favor with men? If after all that has happened to me I was still trying to curry favor with men, I would not be bearing the brands of the slave of Christ. In most of Paul's letters, he begins with expressing his appreciation and warmth to the people. To the Galatians, however, he let them know that they were headed in the wrong direction. What they were buying was not the gospel. The gospel was strictly the message of grace. Grace made possible through the saving work of Jesus on the cross. Period. Anything else, that is to say, anything plus, i.e., the cross plus the law, was not the gospel. Clear back then, the gospel was free and could not be earned. Fast forward to 2009, and the gospel is still free and may not be earned. Who was peddling this different gospel? The Judaizers had a Jewish version of the gospel, saying that Christ alone was insufficient. So they traveled to this uh, region from Jerusalem, peddling a different gospel. Notice with me, they were not challenging the facts of the gospel, that is to say, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. No, they couldn't, because too many people were still alive who had been witness to these. The Judaizers were telling the new converts, the Jewish Christians, that they could have Jesus, but they still had to keep the law. Why did they want to make it difficult, yea, even unachievable? Indeed, this was why God was rescuing us from being under the law. J. Vernon McGee, an old preacher I like to listen to, made the comment, Every cult and every ism has something for you to do in order to be saved. Do we not see this today? Mormonism has a strict code, some of it even secret, to get to higher levels in heaven, and it never stops. Even after a loved one passes, those left behind can participate in baptism by proxy, or baptism for the dead, to raise the deceased's position in the hereafter. In order to gain access to the temple to do such a thing is not inexpensive, and you must have your tithing records in good order as well. Then there are the deluded adherents of Scientology who work like crazy to reach higher levels, paying an auditor who sits across the table from them, watching the e-meter and the responses of the follower, all in an endless effort to be clear. They just miss the point. It's Jesus plus nothing equals salvation. For many Christians today, it is not the isms, though, that, dis that attract us, distract us, or pull us away from the gospel. I believe there are several other things that, in Paul's words, cause us to desert him who called us by the grace of Christ, causing us to go over to a different gospel. We live in the culture of me, so any new trend that elevates me and what I might get is attractive. New Age thinking has permeated our society so much that we don't even recognize it as false teaching. Not too long ago, oh, maybe two years ago or so, 
the movie, the DVD, The Secret, as well as the book came out all over the top 20, top 100, whatever you list, The Secret is no secret at all. It's actually just the gospel of the new age given a new title. We are all gods who can attract the good of the universe to us by putting out positive thinking. Meanwhile, the author herself, as well as all her so-called expert teachers, have grown rich while misleading people and even, twi even twisting scripture to fit their message. Notice what Paul says about those who preach a different gospel. They will be accursed. I know that I certainly do not want to be cursed by God. So therefore, it's extremely important what I believe, what I say I believe, what I teach, what I listen to, what I consume. We need to be careful about what we take in when it has to do with our faith, um, making sure that it is Jesus and Him only, grace and that only, and not the law, not legalism, not ceremony, not pretense. We need to be very careful. We need to be prudent about what we watch, what we listen to. We need to make sure that it's not either distracting us or that it's something that's false that is attracting us. And then finally, let's remember Paul's position, and it should be ours as well, that it's not man's favor that we're after anyway. It's God's favor. So we need to just hold tight and hold fast to that which he has taught us, which is the gospel of grace, and it's only found in Jesus Christ. Until tomorrow then, goodbye.